Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Wretched Path. Wretched Path is from Finland. This death metal band has released Heavy Lies the Crown. This is one you don't want to miss out on. And here is my interview with Wretched Path. Hello, my friend. Hello, Robert. Hi. Thank you for taking time to speak with me today. No worries, no worries. So, you are from uh, East Coast, United States? Yes, I'm from Ohio. Okay, okay. So, a bit different time than here. It's uh, in Finland, it's 10 p.m. and uh, snowing outside. It is frigid cold here and uh, it's 3 p.m. here. Okay, okay. But no snow. No snow as of yet. It's around uh, 16 degrees Fahrenheit with wind chill, which would be, uh, I believe, um, 9 Celsius. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Not not that bad then. How was the recording process for Heavy Lies the Crown? Uh, the recording process itself, it was really, really easy. Uh, we recorded the drums at our own rehearsal place slash studio and uh, yeah that didn't take long uh, Sepp boy is so so amazing with with his drumming that uh, we actually recorded uh, the second album at the same time so wow the second al- the second album is coming uh, hopefully during next year and uh, yeah everything else the songs were done uh so it was just you know do the process so it, it didn't take that long it was really easy now were was most these tracks written during downtime dirt due to covid yeah um well we started to talk about with them uh, our guitar player and uh, songwriter we started to talk about this kind of uh uh, project to start on we started that discussion during 2019 so that was oh, yeah. actually before covid and uh and uh yeah after, after that we started to make music just two of us no band and uh, after four songs we were both like hey this sounds amazing we need to start a band around around this stuff and uh, that we did that we did I wanted to ask you if you could speak on the song No Cure yeah of course Uh, what do you want to know is there something uh, in the lyrics you I wanted to to know if you could speak on the lyrics and, and the song structure as well yeah well for the lyrical point of view uh these lyrics were done just before COVID, and uh, I was uh, just I stumbled on on this history of uh, Spanish flu and uh, how it came to Finland, and uh, during few years uh, that flu killed approximately twenty thousand people. Uh, we were just off from the winter war with Russia. And uh, yeah, everything uh, everything was 
completely destroyed. We didn't have uh, hospitals. We didn't have uh, much anything, and it really hit us bad during those years. But uh, then also COVID came in, and I was like, hey, these lyrics could be also sure. the same, stu same stuff all over again. But yeah, the lyrics were done during... 2019 anyway, and the Spanish Pufulo was the thing about that. And uh, about the music structure, I think Temu would be the best person to answer on that question, but because uh, he's responsible of the, of the music, of course, mm -hmm. we have together, we have, uh, you know, trying to figure out what would be the best arrangement for the songs. And uh, actually, to be quite honest, uh, I don't remember that well how the song came to be the song. Because, yeah, it's a couple of years <laughs> away. Sure. Another one of my favorites is Tear Drinker. Yeah, uh, one of my favorites also. And uh, I think the band is feeling the same way as it has almost everything in, in, in that short period of time. And uh, uh, I'm pretty amazed on, on the guitar work from our solo guitar player, Tapio Sintonen, yeah. on that one. It's, uh, yeah, for me too, it's, it's amazing. And uh, it has so much in it. And uh, it's written so so well, all the all the guitar parts specifically. It's um, it's a it's a damn good song, yeah. And uh, on that song, the lyric stuff uh, came from uh, from Stephen King's book and also the TV series that they have on some channel. Uh, I can't remember where it was, but. Uh, there was this kind of uh, mythical creature that uh, kills your family one by one and uh, collects its power from the grief of the family. So that's why he's killing, or that it is killing just one by one the whole family. And that was really interest interesting for me also. And uh, I really dig that. Uh, TV series that they made on that. So, yeah. And I think that song will be one that will bring the house down live as well. Yeah, I think it's re really when it kicks off, when when the when the uh, A part starts and uh, I I started start to sing also. Uh, it's a headbanger, definitely. I wanted to ask, um, you spoke briefly about it. How did you find the other members of the band? How did we find them? Uh, well, first of all, Temu and I, we were in the same band already in the early 2000s. And uh, we have been really good friends since. And uh, so... We came by because uh, Temu has the has these uh, studio things in in his rehearsal place, and uh, I was actually going 
to be in the other band and I was doing some vocals on, on that one. And uh, I went to Temu that, hey, can, can we do something? And Temu was really, you know, pleasantly surprised how I have involved myself with the singing. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was the idea afterwards that, hey, this could be something. And uh, then the first that we tried to get was a drummer. And uh, we were uh, going on, like, who are the drummers that we know in, in our friend circles? And uh, and actually, the band's first drummer was uh, Mr. Jaska Ratikainen. I think you know him. Mm -hmm. But uh, after a while, uh, Jaska wanted to, you know, do some more work with uh, with his other band, so he went away, and uh, then then we stumbled onto Seppo like almost accidentally, and uh, that that was really really great thing to have Seppo with us. Then uh, Tapani. He's a friend of Jaskas also, and uh, he came from Jaskas' suggestion that, hey, I know this amazing guitar player, he could do a lot with us, and uh, so he did <laughs> when he came in. And uh, yeah, the bass player, Nico, he's a friend of mine, been for years and years, and uh, he was visiting me, and uh, I was explaining him about this death metal band that we are going to have and uh, we are looking for a bass player and Nico was like okay I'm singer but uh, I have been you know dreaming to be bass player in a dead metal plant band for uh, you know for a long time and uh, this would be really nice and so Nico came like that and uh, so the band was formed and uh, who came up with the name for the band that was Temu. That was Temu. Uh, first, when Temu and I was just two of us, we called our, ourselves Dead Shop Boys. So, because <laughs> we had just two of us. But uh, yeah, then when the band was coming, coming together and uh, we were like, hey, we cannot have any funny funny names we are too serious right. of band right now so let's figure out something else and uh, we threw ideas with uh, Temu for maybe one week and uh, then it just was in one of Temu's whatsapp messages that what about this one wretched bat and uh, I was like yeah that that sounds really good it's hard to say for a Finnish person but yeah it's it seems good on our logo and uh I really like the like the word words on that. I wanted to ask you if you could speak on the Al Mart work and the artist that was involved. Uh, the artist that did the cover art was a woman called Salla Leskinen, and uh, Temu found found her. I don't know exactly whereabouts. But uh, we started to talk with him, and uh, I got a few ideas how to do, how to make that, and how to move forward. And uh, she was listening to our ideas, and uh, 
then maybe one month after that she came with with the cover art and uh, we did just a bit minor stuff on that but yeah it was I really like it uh, and the album layout was done by a different person that was Mr. Karri Rama who made that one and uh, and also we have these uh, icons for each song all, all the songs has their own icons and those icons are, are already they they are done by Mr. Sami Rauhiainen. So there has been three people involved with with the cover art, but uh, the main art that's uh, that's Salla Leskinen. I also wanted to ask, what can fans look for next? Um, will there be a tour? Uh, tour. Hopefully, we are currently we are uh, talking with. Uh, few yeah few record labels and also with the with the management offices to, just to get you know ourselves on the road and uh, also a bit help because because now the record is all only only digital release uh, we did print a few hundreds of the CDs for for the shows but right now, uh, the next shows will be in January and uh, unfortunately right now only in Finland. But let's see, I, I'm really uh, looking forward to what future comes. And uh, there we have interesting discussions with a uh, few, few of the record labels. So we'll see. And I, as I mentioned in the, when we started that uh, second record is also coming up already the demos are done uh, as always I said also I said that uh, Seppo already did the drumming for the next album also so uh, that's that's on its way we will complete those recordings during next spring and the band has a great sound a very unique sound uh, for the genre um, you stand out on your own. I wanted to know, uh, what are some bands that have influenced this, this band? Whoa, there is hundreds of, of them, I think. <laughs> uh, all of us, we have a really, really broad range of uh, musical taste. I think we, all of us, we are, uh, we are listening to whole different stuff, not just death metal. Uh, you know, even even <laughs> pop and classic stuff, and uh, so that has to influence something. And uh, of course, Demo is the main songwriter, and uh, the last four albums that he did was uh, hardcore metal. And uh, I don't know for you, but I I certainly hear that on this record also. Yes. Yes, I think so, that's what gives the band its uniqueness is that um, you can tell there's other influences involved in the band that create out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for me, when I'm doing the vocals, uh, I always imagine them first as, as I would 
sing some melodies and something like that. And I just turned that into the growling style. So I, I think that that might be also that uh, on the on that side, the arrangements are not as common as they are in maybe in different bands. I also want to ask you personally, how did your musical journey start? At what age did you begin? Uh, my first band, I, I was, that was quite late for me. Uh, I think I was 20 or 21 years old, some, somewhere around there. And uh, I, actually that was also kind of mistake. Uh, I had uh, this one guy in a bar, uh, drunkenness, bleep, <laughs> coming to me, coming to me and saying that, hey, you look a heavy, like a heavy metal guy. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you sing? I was like, uh, I don't know. Well, come and try. I was like, okay. And, <laughs> and a few weeks afterwards, I was in a band singing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so yeah, that was that was interesting, and uh, also two weeks after that, we were we had a, our first show, and it was in Helsinki Tavastia Club, which is a quite famous club in Finland. Uh, can take maybe about thousand people in, and uh, it was televised also, so it came live from TV, and that was my first show ever. Wow! So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, after after that, we we normalized it the stuff quite quite soon that we were back in the pop corner playing. But uh, anyway, anyway, it was a funny beginning. I also wanted to ask you, speaking on your musical journey, um, what's the best advice you've been given along your path? Best advice for me, whoa. That's a tough one. Mm. I, I must say that uh, the best best advice that I have had is that uh, stay true yourself to yourself and uh, don't listen what people think that much. Of course, you need to listen that a bit, but uh, if you know that this is the right way to do it, then just do it. Do not try to make something in in a musical sense that uh, you don't believe yourself. I think that's the best one. And I also want to ask you, do you have any hobbies in your spare time beyond music? Um, yes, I'm actually Olympic weightlifting coach on my spare time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have been doing that for a few years now, and uh, just yesterday, where we were uh, in the competitions uh, with with the teenagers that I'm coaching right now. So, so that's what I'm doing on my spare time, and uh, yeah, of course, I'm I'm also working working day to day as a sales guy. So. Hey, the wonders of modern technology, right? Yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, no, I'm back. No problem at all. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, 
What's the best way to get merchandise from a band? Yeah, the best way uh, right now we don't have any channels channels to United States, but we are working on it. But uh, if you want to spare a bit more of money on on that one, uh, we can of course send you something. But uh, we don't have any any confirmed uh, contracts with any. UPS or anything like that, so it might be a bit costly. But uh, anyway, it's uh, it is possible. Uh, we are working on also to get some pictures for for our website and uh, and also the ordering channels to work from that. That's so great. And it's coming. And, you know, and another good way, too, is for uh, bands to get together and do an order together and they can save on them shipping costs. Yes, definitely, definitely. So let, let's see what happens. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Message to the fans. Uh, do we have any yet? <laughs> You sure Hopefully. do. You got me. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, whoa. Uh, yeah, just uh, be patient. So we are just, you know, trying to kick this off and uh, hopefully we can hit the road uh, as soon as we can. But uh, yeah, you need to be just a bit patient for that. In, in Finland, in, in January, you have plenty of possibilities to, to see us live, but uh, otherwise, for the rest of the Europe or the world, uh, hopefully next year we will have something, but uh, we're trying to figure it out. That's great to hear, because uh, this album is definitely a great album, and like I said, you guys got a unique sound and added definitely a great flavor to death metal thank you thank you that's great to hear and i wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you no problem no problem and uh also it's been a pleasure for me too and uh i will send links to the podcast and to the website when i post yeah and uh yeah we will definitely uh be advertising that also on on our channels um it's usually within uh within two weeks i do it the, this weekend was really hectic i've had uh 12 interviews in the past two days oh really Ooh. yeah <laughs> you've been I busy had to, i had to take time away i was in another area and the hotel i was staying in the Wi-Fi wasn't strong enough to do interviews, so I had to book everything for this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, but hey, that's that's good to hear that you are keeping busy also, and uh, and uh, hopefully we can meet when we finally get there. Absolutely, and you have a great rest of your night, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.